I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Linda blinked. And here we have... Hi all, welcome to Rocky Flintstone Unleashed, a Blinkers Saturday. Welcome to this very special issue of a New Year's Eve Blinkers Saturday, and one where I will dissect a very recent review in the US iTunes lists. But more of that later. Um, I hope you've all had a wonderful weekend, looking forward to the new year for myself. As always, it's been fun and a totally wonderful Christmas. But, as is traditional at this time of year, I want to look back at the old year and where better to start than Reddit. Thank you guys for always putting up stimulating stuff. Also, we'll delve into various reviews, comments about everything Blind the Blink and Rocky Flintstone, giving you some of my own take on what's been said. So, let's get started. And we'll visit Twitter, now known as X. Red Vanilla B comments, I would like to vindicate Flintstone Rocky by saying that they are indeed selling spices for mulled cider out there. And Red Vanilla B posts a picture of a rack of spices on sale in a shop somewhere in the world. and. What's really relevant is that the rack space for the mulled cider spices is twice as large as that for the mulled wine. Amazing! Who knew such a trend could take off so quickly? Wildberry Dan comments, finally getting in that Christmas spirit, and he posts a picture of us loading the four Christmas specials all in a row. Great work, Wildberry Dan. Nick Barr comments, been revisiting the Hitchhiker's Guidebooks. Lots of smallish, longish type words. Possibly an influence on your good self? Ah, Nick, if only so. But that 
little extra-ish does work hard for all us authors, and it's time to wish it a happy new year. Did you hear what I just did there? W-I-S-H? Wish? Okay, let's uh, move on to Elsa VMSD, and she says, Flintstone Rocky, second only to Shakespeare, who does a great job too in MDWAP. Bonjour, Elsa. And, of course, a bonne année wherever you are in La Belle France. OK, let's get on to Reddit. And uh, this thread is in some ways perfect on recapping the year. So many comments. So let's get started. And the thread is titled, Which episode have you listened to the most? By Katachi. And Katachi says, for me, I can't count how many times I've re-listened to Season 3, Episode 10, Ken Dewsbury's Cellar. I think it's peak rocky writing, with awful dialogue, and the whole situation with cameras, paper towels, and well-used toilets. It never fails to send me into a laughing fit every time I listen, even though I've probably memorised most of the episode by now. Personally speaking, Katachi, I know I've commented on this episode before, but it is one of my favourites too. And the fact that Wilma and I rented the flat above this one in Leeds, UK, just when we were out of university, makes it very special. As they say in the world of writing, write about what you know. And this is one scenario I never wanted to not write about. Dubin James comments, M's the word is my favourite episode ever. It starts with the fucking stupid spy story going through it curry reversed to the dumbass decoupage tangent. James' sadness at the beginning of the podcast to having a meltdown about telly and decoupage are too much. Mickey Symington adds, I just love them so much. Aggravating Book 197 says, They're the greatest two women I've ever met. Audra Deck 1105 comments, Long may they live their shitty little lives. Mickey was taking, says, Listening to Alice describe decoupage fucking kills me every time. It's so surreal. It's such a hard laugh as well. Like, I'll never breathe again. I hope it never gets old. Lily9012 says, I'm so glad she didn't die. Miffed Starfish says, James, it curry be versed. Inns Pork adds, for me, it's season four, episode 12, A Factory Visit. Bella saying, yes, Mr. Brain, has me in tears every time. Gallimant says, I'm welding, is my all-time favourite reaction from Alice. First Sympathy 2763 says, don't look at me, I'm welding. Mid Dick Energy states, yes, this one's a standout. Bigwent adds, a topless ride, Penelope Polly's incompetent horse-riding daughter, the Duchess waving a handkerchief, the rhythmic flogging, the Duchess turning into a demon, the gas station attendant, the Samiad. It's as much for Rocky's writing as for James, Jamie and Alice's ridiculous reactions. And of course, guys, that's really good podcasting. Lou John Quill says, also one of my favourites. I love when Belinda leaves the Duchess writhing in the gravel. Puzzle-headed ad 138 adds, Nothing says class like the lady rolling around on the gravel. Juniper Juniper adds, This episode had me in tears, especially since I pictured Emma Thompson as the Duchess. 
good shout, Juniper Juniper. Lane Daily Planet adds, So, Polly Pocket's daughter, B and the Jets, says, I can't get over the footnotes about the timeline. Every time CN reveals something, it feels like a slap, and the way the gang laughs cracks me the hell up. In the words of CN himself, it's just wild. Let Ancient 5575 adds easily the best footnotes episode. The realisation of how short a time the books actually cover is hilarious every time. Super KT3 goes on to Smiffy. I lose my mind over Petra. Lily9012 adds, Hello, why is she four years old? Pink Pit Bull Mama adds, I listen to this episode all the time and lose my shit every single time. Lane Daily Planet adds, Honestly, that one gets funnier every time I listen. Podcast Fan 111 says, This for me too, and Season 5, Episode 1, I think, when they are in heaven. Dickinson 95 says, He likes the fitting bit. Do you think he's hung like a red London bust, Belinda? Blue John Keel adds, this has my vote. Bella's voice really comes into its own. Also, just so many wonderful ridiculous bits. The hose that smells of whiskey, Clarence getting a nostril full of breasts, Bella's two bacon sandwiches, it's just too good. Dickinson 95 adds, the double breakfast, the special J. How could we forget about the special J? Blue John Quill adds, ah, how could I forget the special J? Dickinson 95 adds, Ha ha ha, I do think that ep is when Bella went from a side character to a national treasure. Here, here, I do tend to agree with that, Dickinson 95. So, walking opposite, changes direction a little bit and comes back to where we started. I also love Ken Dewsbury's cellar. The writing and commentary has me in stitches. What a sleuth. Huge fan of a gentleman's woof also. And, of course, the episode of Jim's Transplant, where Belinda thinks about brushing her teeth the next day. Meme Farmer adds, Jim's Cock Transplant is one of my favourite chapters on a re-listen, but the line about brushing the skin out of her teeth in the morning legitimately made me feel ill when I first heard it. And from what I can tell, you weren't the only one throughout the world, Meme Farmer 314. Captain Mills says, I pretty much always listen in order, but if I was going to seek out a specific episode, it would probably be Season 3, Episode 8, A Fucking Good Time. The whole debacle with the clothes being sent to a charity shop is my fave. Also, I absolutely love the huge variety of everyone's answers here on this thread. Rob BW 1977 says, absolutely one of my favourites too. What is the game? That was my grandma's, has me cracking up every time. Mickey Symington says, everything from season two, episodes two to six, basically the whole Amsterdam arc, everything from the ridiculous story to the reactions of James and Alice are perfect. Honourable mentions, season three, episode one, the O2, and season three, episode eight, the Brussels orgy. Puzzleheaded Ad 138 says, I love James and Alice's What is the Game song from the Brussels Orgy. When James says, That was my grandma's, laughing out loud. Lane Daily Planet joins in, My keys were in there. Broomsperson 
says, It's not a single episode for me, but the sequence of three question mark episodes in season five, where Belinda and Spooner go undercover at the Schloss, are my go-tos. Petra, the Georgie Porgy song, the weird farm similes, the gentleman's woof, those will have me in tears laughing every time. And Lane Daily Planet adds, OK, Georgie Porgy, we only have 40 minutes to go. Pack your stuff and slints. Leading Chipmunt says this episode never gets old. Lane Daily Planet comes back. Dust and scrub, scrub and dust. I love the part in the balloon. And if Rocky don't say part. And Fosford of Knightsbridge, dressage outfitters to reality. And the fitting bit, I love Adam, the birth of Bella's voice, and most of all, Belinda's sense of smell. Kixt adds, I never said Belinda wasn't a dolphin. Puzzle-headed ad 138 adds, you should have asked. Leading chipmunk 248 says, vomit tunderboff, isn't that a German word? Alibis adds, hello, I'm James vomit tunderboff. Ring Karen adds, last episode of season six, Ain Snail, enough said. Leading Chipmunk 248 adds, Ian Snail leaves a trail. Ren Curran adds, I love how they lost their minds about it. Foot on the spike adds, Ian Snail in the morning. They're slugs with houses. Abominable Waffle adds, It is factually correct that I have listened to them all the same number of times. Slightly OTT adds, Sounds like it's time for another re-listen. Jumping Red Fox says, BBB from season six. Clint, Mama Blumenthal, Jamie's Torch Song, Alice's Mick Jagger impersonation. It's so damn good. Laluni Tombies adds, It's Clint with a silent B. Cave Mandarin adds, Season 4, Episode 10, Pots, Pans and Spoons. It's the episode where Belinda gets Steele's Pots and Pans leadership together in the secret conference room to tell them about the special one. These idiot characters cosplaying actual executives around a metallic space-age long table had me owling. That's why they stole the blueprint. They want to make the money rather than us. Nervous Occasion says beep, 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 because we love Dr. Stur. Oh my God, the bass adds, oh my God, James is... Dr. Stud, shtick has me in stitches every single time. Nervous occasion nods. Are you gonna put your thermometer in me, Dr. Stud? Lane Daily Planet adds. I've been very naughty. No, that's prison. Meme Farmer 314 says, I love accident or emergency. Belinda getting help after her car wreck slash flat tire is always so funny to me. And then the anatomy lesson partway through the chapter is just amazing. Furious Kitten adds, Season 5, Episode 1, The Aftermath. Rocky's version of heaven always destroys me. Nervous occasion adds, Dick Van Dyke. Puzzle-headed ad 138, he's still alive. He was just in Mary Poppins. Yes, Dick, well done on reaching another year in your life journey. No donkey 3967, two clicks in the clink, Helga's case files, and a fucking good time are my top three. Too many unforgettable moments. Willing feeling 4605 adds, a gentleman's whiff for me. I'm in bits every single time that Spooner dramatically throws away his wig. Mid Dick Energy adds, Season 3, Episode 1, London, Thursday, 1555, local time. Alfie, the smallish man dressed in black, is legendary. 
Danny Int O'Danny adds, same. <laughs> I absolutely lose it at the whole Millennium Dome building segment. It's so absurd. Ain't she relatable with that high bun? B. Shackleford says, it's Yorkshire I love the most, and I've listened to it so many times. The trade union boss calling an employee, Big Titties Matilda, and Belinda having to fake orgasms for half an hour is just perfect writing. Thank you, B. Shackleford. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Foot on the spike ads, I love pig penning poetry on the moors. Such a great image. No term 4932 says it's a tie between Epsom Hall, Alice's reaction to the lube bit kills me, she was on fire this whole ep, and cubic confessions, Jamie navigating Helga's accent, the screaming about the FBI reveal, Helga's whisk. Odredek 1105 says, and Belinda not hearing shit over the sound of the toilet flushing, pun intended. Very good. Oradek 11.05 says, First place, telly. Second, season four, episode one, Daily Beloved. Featuring heaven on a hat stand. Fast forward, sorry God, and God nodded. Zechariah's magic wand gets a shout out. Foot on the spike says, The safe house, which is beyond foul in all ways really, isn't it? But Maeve's Mrs. Brown Boy's accent cracks me up. Bonus points also for her teeth tittered and a curt downward motion of the cranium. Silver photo frame adds back to basics when James is baffled by Alice. Guess I'm on Reddit. Adds, yeah, I think Yorkshire and Ken Dewsbury Cellar are my two favourite episodes to listen to in succession. The trade union boss Annie Milson and Ken Dewsbury's repulsive little student flap just get me every time. Kiss Mesb says, season six, episode one, dust and scrub, scrub and dust. Nutrition Dominatrix adds anything involving a plane, the fitting bit, a fucking good time, James singing that was my grandma's, is regularly stuck in my head, and lately dearly beloved because someone here mentioned it being a fave and I felt inspired. Carbonated Coconut adds showering ideas. I think that's the one with the decoupage bit. It kills me every time. Miffed Starfish adds... It's so hard to pick out one favourite. It could almost be any from season three to five. I think East Berlin deserves a lot of credit for introducing such brilliant stakes and setting up the remainder of the show, as well as being just a hilarious episode. Bish's whole inner monologue where he inexplicably associates the West with cigarettes above anything else is so fucking funny. He was presumably a communist and never forgave. The free world slash 
capitalism after the Cold War, but is also the CEO of an enormous corporation and later says he wants to dominate the market or industry or something. What the fuck is his ideology? Yes, Bish is a real old-fashioned commie, as I imagined them, and I tell the backstory to this episode in the character rankings when I discuss Bish and Sir James Godwin. Quiffley adds, a flying machine so pretty, just for Belinda's entire persona. Um, excuse me, I'm all wet. Pepe Lover, 230, adds, Cubicle confessions. I don't know what it is, but Helga whispering, I'm FBI, sends me up the wall. The following case file footnotes is amazing as well. Radiohead fan 1991 adds, A fucking good time. Every time I get to the bit where the guests' clothes get taken away to be related to charity, I cry with laughter. Yes, good pick, Radiohead fan 1991, but you know, I must someday write the sequel to that episode where all the guests run out of the building chasing the van, just going to distribute their worldly goods to the charity shops of Belgium, and the ongoing antics thereby associated. So, that was the end of that theme. What a fantastic bit of work, guys. Phenomenal. Enjoyed reading that all to you so much. Right. Okay, let's have a look at some iTunes reviews. And here we are in the US. One star from Panic at the Pantopticon. Goodness me. I used to love this podcast and I'm sad. I used to love this podcast, but your silence is loud. For a podcast that claimed to bring people together, your silence about what is going on in the world is deafening. We know that your silence is due to your sponsorship. So, hey, Panic. Firstly, thank you for being a retired Belinka, but no offence, what a load of rubbish. You know very well that the podcast came to an end because the story reached a natural break. I mean, after five seasons, what did you think was going to happen? Besides, the podcast never claimed to bring people together. It just naturally happened because people could see how much fun the whole show was. It is also non-political. It's comedy. Panic continues. We know that you remain silent because it pays well. I'm just disappointed. After all, the support we have given you and the platform we have provided, the very least you could do is use your platform, use your influence. Hey, Panic. Use our influence to what end? I must be honest, I had to look up the word Pantopian because, to be completely honest, I didn't understand what it meant. Does anyone? Panopticon means a circular prison with cells arranged around a central well, from which prisoners could at all times be observed. Intrigued, I went a little bit deeper and asked, what does the Pantopican symbolise? Foucault's thesis is that the Panoptican prison is a metaphor for modern society, which he took to be organised by panopticism even outside of prisons. The panopticism summary is that power relations in modern society are often structured by surveillance and non-violent correction for the sake of a presumed goal. Now, if you're still with me, you may be asking, who is this guy Foucault? Well, he's a French intellectual and critic who expanded the idea of the Pantopican 
into a symbol of social control that extends into everyday life for all citizens, not just those in the prison system. To be honest, guys, I don't have much time for intellectuals, especially French ones, so I'm using my free will to avoid his ideas. Pity he wasn't a comedian who was able to lift us all out of our doleful thoughts. But, hey, let's finish Panic's review. And he continues, But I cannot listen to this podcast and drift away into nothingness. I will not engage in cognitive dissonance and escapism while you continue to make money at the behest of innocent lives. Well, here I am again. Innocent lives. Panic, do you know how many people this podcast has pulled out of despair by the very fact that it is so funny and witty? Grow up and face the real-world facts. Remember, you never paid a cent to partake of this phenomenon. This podcast is distributed free throughout the existing free world, and we should all be thankful for modern technology, which has made it all possible. But please, continue. And he does. He says, What was once a spark of joy for me has been tainted by your complicity. I am just one review, and they will probably delete this afterwards. Well, panic, at least your spark of joy was real. But I would like to ask, complicit to what? Also, they haven't deleted your review. Are you so despondent, so paranoid, that you think this is all false? Again, grow up, please. It's a story about very successful women who will not be put down by anyone they come up against in the tough world of sales and commerce. And from what I deduce about you in your final line of your review, a situation your ideals won't tolerate. And he finishes, But I have emailed you and received no response. I hope that one day you can prove me wrong. But liberation cannot wait. Well, panic, I have responded to you, and no doubt you will go away and delete all your free downloads. That's your choice. And why? Because you are living in a non-panopticon society. Against my better wishes, I am going to let you finish your review, and I am certain all Belinkers will understand your true objective when they hear your next words. Free Palestine, free Congo, free Sudan, liberation for all. Hey, panic, don't ever bring your skewed world of politics into the Belinda Blinked sphere. You, sir, and your philosophical ideas are not welcome. Thank you. By the way, if you're wondering what the word Palestine means, well, I looked that up also, and it was, or is, a newspaper printed in the Arabic world. I rest my case. OK, let's have a look at the reviews on Apple from Australia. Five stars, Chikaka Balo. Masterpiece. Almost indescribably funny. Be prepared to look like a weirdo crackling out loud to yourself. I discovered this late, but my life is all the richer for it. Can't wait for each episode. Well, chickabalico, and I'm not looking at what that word means, thank you, and I hope you're revisiting from the very beginning. OK, let's pop over to Amazon and see what someone said about my book, which is not terribly well known, The Rocky Flintstone Bottle of Wine a Day Diet. How Belinda Blinked and the Glee team lose weight and still enjoy life. Now, this is something very relevant for the end of this week and this time of year. So, L. Draper says, Five out of five stars. 
wine. Well, why not? A superbook. Of course, most people will be captured by the title, but it actually includes a sensible eating programme, omitting certain ingredients, but I won't spoil the book by saying which, that I'd been using already. What I hadn't known is that I could have wine with it too. Job done. Buy it for a giggle, but read, and keep it for your health and weight loss. Thank you, Elle. You're looking so slim these days. How do you do it? OK, let's look at Etsy and see what's happening with my merch. Grayson from Utah purchased a Belinda Blink accident and emergency poster. I had to inform him that he got a second one free, and which one would he like? Well, Grayson responded, Oh, I'd love the one with Belinda and Sam doing the standing carry. Thank you so much. I'm such a big fan. Well wishes from Utah, USA. I replied, Hey, Grayson, you've got it. Thank you for being a super blinker. I'll give you a mention on my Rocky Finstone least Saturday Blinkers podcast this week. And I have. <laughs> Grayson came back to me and said, I am a super blinker and I'll definitely listen in. Thank you, good sir. And I replied, And have a great new year, Rocky. Grayson replied, Thank you, Rocky. What a well brought up chap. Okay. So, if you want a similar present for a true blinker, just visit my Etsy shop, Rocky's Pavilion, all one word, and do it. As you see, it's been another interesting few days, packed in just before the year changes. So, let's pick Rocky's Poop of the Week. No problem with my Poop of the Week this week. It's got to be Panic at the Pantopican. You are truly welcome, sir. And thank you for teaching me a new word if not two. And now, the blinker of the week, who is Katachi, and I haven't looked up what that means, honestly. And why? Well, to instigate that wonderful Reddit thread, which episode have you listened to the most, was pure genius. Thank you, and what a great way to end the year, reminiscing through all that wonderful stuff. Okay, that's all for me. Have a great time over the remainder of the holidays. Feel free to email me at flintstonerocky at gmail.com. Contact me on Twitter or X, Flintstone Rocky, or on Reddit at Rocky Unleashed. And, of course, you can visit my Etsy store. If you have any comments on my rambles, get in touch. Until next time, ciao. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.